Welcome back in, everyone, to the Lucky ben, or Lucky Shots podcast. Another another week, another big big game for a lot of people, uh, except for me. You know, I was on that big roll uh, three in a row in a league that I really could not lose in anymore. Still ended up taking a loss, uh, so. Still a chance, but it's an outside chance. Kind of, kind of sucks. I was, I had CD Lamb in one league, not in another, so I was happy but upset that he helped win me a league, but also helped lose me a league. So, uh, big games for a lot of guys, and we'll start with the quarterback position. Uh, the quarterback won for the second week in a row with yet another. Well, almost, almost a 40-point game this week. Uh, Justin Fields, 167 through the air with two touchdowns, passing uh, with 147 on the ground and two touchdowns on the ground as well. He threw uh, one interception, all in the, yet again, loss to the Detroit Lions, 31-30. to They had a lead at uh, for most of the game and gave it up at the end, but... You know, Justin Fields, can't count on him to win a football game, but he could win you fantasy matchups because he probably has done that the last two weeks. Then the quarterback, too, was Patrick Mahomes, the only other quarterback to score in the 30s this week. He had 331 passing yards for four touchdowns and an interception. Added 39 on the ground, so that's always great. Uh, But really, the last... Two, three weeks, it's been Justin Fields or Patrick Mahomes. And if you don't got one of those guys, uh, it's going to be tough sledding for you. So uh, two two big-time performances from those guys. You had Tua, Matt Ryan, Jalen Hurts, uh, and Trevor Lawrence all score in the 20s. So, you know, that's, that's always going to be good for you um, in any – fantasy game if your quarterback's at least scoring 20 uh it's kind of where you want the floor to be for those guys at the running back position thank god he finally showed back up hopefully it's the jeff saturday effect uh because jonathan taylor was finally once again the running back one he had 147 yards on the ground and a touchdown with two catches for 16 yards uh to add on to his uh running back one day with 24.3 fantasy points. Right under him was Dalvin Cook with 23.6 fantasy points, 119 on the ground with a touchdown, tacked on three catches for 27 yards. Uh, As the Minnesota Vikings pull off the upset against Josh Allen and the Bills. And actually quite a few running backs this week scoring in the 20s. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight running backs with 20 points this week. Uh, You love to see that. And you had three other guys besides the ones in the 20s who got you over 15, which is kind of that floor of what you want. Uh, Guys like Aaron Jones, James Conner, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Jeff Wilson Jr. Let's keep an eye on him as, uh, you know, this is now the second week being in Miami where he's put together a decent fantasy day for you. Um, Tony Pollard, 
another decent day without uh, Zeke Elliott in. I think the Cowboys just need to make that switch uh, because he is easily the better running back uh, in that backfield. At your wide receiver position, your heroes. Talked about him at the top of the show. He uh, helped win me a league, but he also sunk me. The man, C.D. Lamb, had 38 points, 11 catches, 150 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, All of that just to lose against the Green Bay Packers. It was uh, just just hurt. Just hurt. Uh, But... Hey, I can't be too mad. He helped win me another league, so gotta gotta take what Chia can get. Wide receiver two, the other hero of this week, Justin Jefferson against Buffalo. We just talked about Dalvin Cook having a nice game in that win against Buffalo. Justin Jefferson was a huge, huge part of that. Ten catches, 193 yards, and a touchdown, uh, 35.3 fantasy points. And do yourself a favor, if you did not catch the game, haven't seen the highlights, haven't seen the spectacular one-handed catch from Justin Jefferson, you got to go watch it. And yeah, I know, we all see one-handed catches. How about a one-handed catch where he uses one hand to rip it out of the defender's two hands? The man goes up, snags it with one hand, and rips it away from the two hands of a defender absolutely crazy play what made it even better was it helped them convert on a fourth down to set up the rest of that crazy sequence uh to end the game then you had two other guys with 30 points uh christian watson in that win against dallas uh maybe this is the guy four catches 107 yards and three touchdowns he also had eight targets so that's a, that's a good number of targets. Yes, four catches isn't necessarily what you would see as sustainable, but eight catches as well, or eight targets gives you a lot of hope there, giving him 32.7 fantasy points. And then right underneath him, Christian Kirk. Finally starting to become more of, a, you know, what we saw at the beginning of the season, what we really expected after such a big week one. He had nine catches, 105 yards, and two touchdowns for 31 and a half fantasy points. Other guys over 25, you had uh, Nick Westbrook, Akine, and Steph- or not Stephon Diggs, uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, both of those guys had 28 and 27, respectively. He had one, two, three, four, five other guys um, over 20 points, being Paris Campbell. Terry McLaurin, Gabe Davis, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Stephon Diggs. Uh, You know, some of the same usual suspects, uh, but you see a guy like Paris Campbell, it's not somebody you normally see up there in the 20-point range. Uh, Gabe Davis, every once in a while. Terry McLaurin, I think, with Taylor Heineke, like I've been saying, is a lot more of a threat for fantasy, so love to see that. and then Nick Westbrook Akine, like I said, had that uh, 30 point game. Who? Big time game, uh, especially against a good Denver defense. So, some pretty, pretty shocking games, but, you know, a lot of the same usual suspects. 
at the tight end position. If you watched Dylan and I's show, I said there was really only one other person on the Bears offense besides Justin Fields that I'd even be comfortable starting. Well, it turns out he was the tight end one this week. Uh, Cole Komet, he had four catches, 74 yards, and two touchdowns for 23.4 fantasy points. Um, you know, when you have a quarterback like Justin Fields, who isn't going to throw the ball a whole lot, but still is going to throw some touchdowns. It's normally to the tight end. Uh, and Cole Komet got that done this week. I think you can continue to expect that. Uh, do you want to trust it? I don't know. As If you continue to trust in Justin Fields this year, uh, you have to continue to trust in Cole Komet, I believe. Travis Kelsey was the tight end too. Big shocker there. Eight or six catches, 81 yards and a touchdown for 20.1 fantasy points. And then you had three other guys underneath him uh, at that 15 or above mark with Dalton Schultz, Jawan Johnson, and Tyler Higby. Uh, you know, again, Dylan on the Lucky Bet Show really likes Tyler Higby. I'm not such a huge fan, but hey, he is consistent, continues to get up into that, uh, you know, consistent where you want your tight end's number to be, uh, sitting there about 10 to 15 a game. So now let's take a look at who we love, who we hate, and who we're going to start and sit this week. Uh, We'll start at the quarterback position. We're going to say our love candidate. Let's just continue to love Justin Fields until there's either a tough matchup or he just doesn't show up. Uh, this week, going up against Atlanta, who is 25th against the quarterback position. Uh, he's projected 21.8. We could definitely see that go higher, uh, you know, because his rushing totals are just crazy. Two straight games with 100 yards rushing, 178, 147 this past week. Uh, and the number has trended up since week four. Started with 10, then got 17. Bumped it up to 18, had two 20-point weeks, then the past two weeks, 42 and 39, respectively. He's had a rushing touchdown in the past four games, along with those passing touchdowns to uh, add on to it. I think this is a great game going up against Atlanta, who's kind of a spotty defense, and Justin Fields on a roll. Now, do the Bears win the game? That's to be left up to interpretation, because it is the Bears, and... They just don't win football games, apparently. Uh, who else do we like at the quarterback position? Well, we like Joe Burrow, but we're gonna we're gonna proceed with caution. There it is against the Steelers, who do have JJ Watt back or not JJ Watt, TJ Watt back, and this is just a game that uh, I think Joe Burrow could struggle in, but it's a game that he could also thrive in. So it's kind of a toss-up, but if you look at the numbers, Pittsburgh is 26th against the quarterback position in fantasy. So uh, we're we're going to take that, and we're going to try to run with it. Uh, how about Daniel Jones? We'll put him on the uh, start list. You know, he hasn't had any huge games, but... He's got a couple 20-point performances sprinkled in there. Now he's going up against Detroit, uh, who obviously just gave up the Justin Fields game. Daniel Jones, not that same guy. 
Uh, but this Giants offense is starting to find its passing legs, uh, and who better to do anything against than the Detroit defense? So I think uh, we can love some Daniel Jones this uh, this week as well. Who do we hate this week? Uh, you know, it's it's gonna be tough, but we're gonna we're gonna hate Kirk Cousins this week just because he's going up against Dallas, who is seventh against the quarterback position. Yeah, Dallas just gave up a decent game to uh, Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. You expected him eventually to figure it out. I still don't know if I would say they have it figured out, but Kirk Cousins is prone to mistakes uh, going up against Dallas, who capitalizes on mistakes. I think it could be a rough day for Kirk Cousins. Uh, who are we going to sit? Well, fantasy-wise, I think we can sit uh, Taylor Heineke. The The Washington Commanders, they pulled off an upset and beat Philly last night. Great. Good. Taylor Heineke had five points. So I think we are... Perfectly okay with uh, sitting Taylor Heineke this week as well. Um, beyond that, we're going to sit Derek Carr if you uh, were possibly thinking about starting Derek Carr. Uh, and then we'll sit Kyler as well. Uh, didn't play last week. I don't think actually either one of the starting quarterbacks played last week uh, in the Arizona and Los Angeles Rams game. Now, you throw in Kyler with either he's still hurt, not going to play, or going up against San Francisco's defense, which that's just not a good matchup either. So we're going to go ahead and sit Kyler Murray as well. At the running back position, who do we love? Who do we hate? Uh, who are we starting and sitting? Well, let's be cliche here and just go with we love Austin Eckler this week. Going up against Kansas City, um, Eckler, honestly, kind of coming off of a down performance uh, against San Francisco, but I kind of had a feeling it might be because San Francisco is a pretty tough defense. But let's take a look at all the games before. 24, 36, 24, 35, 34. The guy is a machine, and this is an offense where you don't know what the weapons are for the Chargers. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's out. Uh, all sorts of stuff like that. Austin Eckler, he's been continually healthy, good, playing every single down, it seems like, uh, and getting a hell of a lot of targets and touches. So going up against Kansas City, who's 25th, I think that doesn't change this week, and he has himself a big game. Who do we hate we're going to hate Joe Mixon. All I'm saying is, uh, you know, yeah, he had a 21-point performance against uh, Pittsburgh week one. He's had some good performances sprinkled in there as well. Uh, but a lot of his points came after T.J. Watt went out. T.J. Watt is now back. That's just always a huge boost to the Pittsburgh defense. So, uh I think it's going to be a lot tougher sledding this week for Joe Mixon. And I I think he might still get up to 15 
but I think that's the absolute ceiling. So that's all we're going to go with uh, for him. Who else do we hate? Uh, let's take a look at this list. How about we fade off of James Conner? I know we just had a decent week last week for Arizona, but again, he's going up against San Fran. That's that's a tough matchup. Uh, and let's be honest, he wasn't all that flashy. He just got in for a couple of touchdowns uh, in the game against the Rams, which was his MO last year. But unless he's punching in two touchdowns every game, it's not going to be super sustainable. Uh, and I don't see him being able to do all of that this week against a tough defense. Who else are we going to start? Honestly, let's start Devin Singletary. I was watching the Buffalo and Minnesota game last week. Shoot. I mean, he's part of the reason I uh, lost in a league because he went out and had two touchdowns. Uh, The Bills are starting to turn away from just Josh Allen running the football. Devin Singletary uh, is doing a pretty dang good job. He looked really good in that game. Uh, and he's going up against Cleveland, who is 31st against the running back position. We're also, let's, let's go ahead and start Antonio Gibson. Yeah, he's not projected a lot. Yeah, it's a split backfield. Yeah, it's going to be tough. But hey, he had a running touchdown last week, uh, ran the ball pretty dang well, and he gets the matchup. Houston is the matchup, 32nd against the running back position. So obviously... Uh, I say it all the time. If anybody's going up against Houston, I think they'll have a great game. Uh, and I think that's no different from for him. Uh, who are we going to sit? Oh, we already talked about who we're going to sit. Um, some other maybe starters. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that that's honestly it. That's where we're going to stick with the running back position. Uh so let's move on to the wide receiver position. Who do we love? Who do we hate? Who are we starting and sitting? Uh, let's put a that let's put that love button back on CD Lamb this week. Uh, you know, mm, heartbroken from him last week, but I think this is going to be a good matchup for him going up against Minnesota. Uh, you know. Two, two pretty good games back-to-back. Had the bye week in the middle, but uh, really starting to pick it up here. And Minnesota, 30th against the wide receiver position. Uh, they give up quite a bit. Uh, and, you know, Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, both those guys uh, had pretty good games against this Minnesota defense. Uh, C.D. Lamb is that top guy for for the Cowboys and it's just I don't see it really changing and if they're going to win this game against Minnesota who pulls out wins just out of nowhere they're going to need a lot out of CD Lamb uh they're going to need a similar performance to what he did last week to keep them in this game who else are we going to start um T Higgins we'll start T Higgins because if Joe Burrow is going to have a good game he needs somebody to throw to. And I think T Higgins will be that guy. You know, you've got Jamar chase possibly coming back this week. Gotta expect it's going to be limited. A snap count going to be tough uh, for a first week coming back. T Higgins has proven that he can get it done without Jamar chase. Uh, 
and even with Jamar Chase. So we'll we'll go ahead and start T. Higgins there. Uh, who else do we got? You know, honestly, if Mike Williams is back this week, I'm going to start Mike Williams. Uh, it's going up against Kansas City. It's the 28th ranked defense against the wide receiver position. Yeah, Mike Williams is kind of boomer bust, but Justin Herbert is dying right now to have somebody to throw the football to. And if Mike Williams is back, I think that we could see somewhat of a big time connection this week. Uh, just because of the desperation that Justin Herbert has to throw to a competent wide receiver. So I think it could be a big week there. Um, let's go ahead and, you know, we'll, we'll say that we're going to start Christian Watson. Yes, it's a toss-up of Green Bay wide receivers pretty much every week, but going up against Tennessee, they're not great against the wide receiver position. It really looked like Christian Watson was the guy last week. Now, we saw this a few weeks ago with Romeo Dobbs, and everybody jumped on Dobbs. Hasn't really panned out. He's had some injury trouble. Christian Watson now, it seems like he's that guy. We're never going to know. We're never going to know. But uh, I think based off of what he did last week, he kind of... I mean, he t- literally turned in three MVS plays from years past. So that's who we're going to go with. Um, let's see. That's that's about it for our starts. Now, who are we going to sit? Uh, yikes. 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 We'll sit Michael Pittman. I'm still not sold on the Colts passing game. They had Matt Ryan start last week, and it it was decent, um, but what really helped was Jonathan Taylor starting to, you know, really pick up the slack that he was picking up last year. Um, you know, maybe Jeff Saturday gets his second win in a row, but I, I don't trust the passing game all that much. And even last week when Matt Ryan was doing well, it was to Paris Campbell. It wasn't to Michael Pittman. So we're going to sit Michael Pittman this week uh, along with... Devontae Smith. Yeah. Yeah, he's going up against Indy. Um, I, I really needed 29 points out of this guy. And for a little bit, it looked promising. He got up to about 17, but that was it. Going up against Indy, who is uh, first against the wide receiver position. Uh, I think, you know, I, I was counting on Smith to you know, be kind of the secondary guy to AJ Brown. He ended up being the primary because AJ Brown, I think still got more targets, but only turned it into like one or two catches. Uh, This week, I just, I don't see a whole lot happening. And let's see, 13.9 is actually what Devontae Smith had. So I just don't like it this week. And... Hmm... Uh, I would say probably sit Curtis Samuel as well. Um, you know, somebody to add to the start list, start Garrett Wilson this week. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. It's going up against New England. But look at the past couple performances. He is on the uptrend of 17 points in both those games. He scores a touchdown in one of those games. 
We're talking about a top top five wide receiver for the past couple of weeks. Uh, so I think that this could be the week that we see uh, him kind of pop off, get one of those touchdowns, give himself a good fantasy performance. Uh, so I think you you need to keep your eye on Garrett Wilson. Go ahead and start him this week as well. Who do we love? Who do we hate at the tight end position? Um, yeah, no, no. I was going to start talking about George Kittle, but we're, we're not going to just fall down that rabbit hole. You know who we will go with? We will go with Dalton Schultz. He had 13 in week eight, 17 last week with a touchdown on that uh, docket going up against Minnesota. I, I just, I like passing the offenses against Minnesota. Yes, Minnesota probably can still win the game, but they're going to give up their fair share. Uh, maybe not to the quarterback. They'll, they'll pick off that quarterback, uh, ask Josh Allen last week, but they will also give up yardage touchdowns to those other positional players. So I, I like Dalton Schultz. He's kind of on that uptrend. We'll take him going into this week against Minnesota. Who else do we like? Um, can we hop on? No, no, we can't hop on the Tyler Conklin train. Uh, let's stick on Jahan Dotson, or not Jahan Dotson, Jawan Johnson. Uh, it is going to be a tough matchup going up against the Rams, but Johnson, I called my shot last week, went out and got a touchdown, um, had a lot more targets this week than he did the week before where he also got a touchdown 12 points. Uh, seven targets. So uh, I like that number trending up and you know, it's a, it's a tough tight end room. So I, I think we can go ahead and like that guy as well. Uh, who do we hate and who are we sitting? I'm just going to speak it into existence right now because I know that Dylan tomorrow is going to put this man in his DFS lineup. We're going to hate Tyler Higby. Going up against New Orleans, we we already know my stance of tight ends against New Orleans. Don't do it. Uh, New Orleans first against that tight end position. Higby, though, as I kind of said earlier, he's been pretty consistent. Uh, had three completely down weeks before having 15 this past week. Um, so I'm, I just feel like it's going to be worse than uh, 10 points. Because, uh, you know, New Orleans, they're a tough defense against the tight end. They can't really stop a whole lot else, but they can stop that tight end position for sure. Uh, who else do we hate? Or who else are we going to sit? That's really it. The, the tight end position is so just out there, tough, that... You know, you've got your obvious guys, Travis Kelsey, that you're going to start. Um, Mark Andrews, I guess, if he's back. If not, you could put Isaiah Likely in there. TJ Hawkinson, you're going to start. Dallas Goddard, you're going to start. Um, I don't understand why Kyle Pitts continues to have such a high projection because he's going to get two, three catches for not a whole lot of anything. So uh, go ahead, throw him on the sit list as well because – 
I don't trust Kyle Pitts. I don't trust that uh, Atlanta offense to sustain anything fantasy wise. Uh, but that's it for today, folks. Uh, go ahead and tune in tomorrow. Hopefully we'll have Dylan Corbett in, uh, for the lucky bet show. Let's see how DFS rolled out this week. I did start Justin Herbert in DFS or not Justin Herbert, Justin Fields in DFS. So I'm hoping that paid off really well. Uh, we'll see how we did in prop bets. Uh, we'll get you lines for this coming week. We'll get you more prop bets. We'll get you a new DFS lineup and, uh, we'll just kind of BS for a little bit like we always do. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for joining. We will see you next time.